genuine change in our way of living, our whole lifestyle. So in the talk with you uh, this afternoon, I wish to address the outer, give a few points of information to you, explore that relationship to mindfulness, the body and the elements, and see that there are bigger links and connections than what we often see and appreciate. Due to the fact, as I just mentioned, that of uh, living in somewhat uh, critical times. Some of the evidence for that this summer, in Europe and elsewhere, that record temperatures were broken. They were uh, broken in 11 different countries, that history books, such as in uh, Germany, scholars went to the past for 500 years and could not find any record of any parallel heat that was taking place uh, uh, in, in the summer. We see this volatile uh, changes uh, in the climate and what is important in all of this, we have the evidence, scientific evidence, through thousands of scientists working together to pinpoint some of the major primary causes for this. And evidence, as I say with this, shows itself in the consequences particularly. And what I have in mind in terms of the uh, uh, evidence, the huge industry, it's not going to go on for too long, I'm not forgetting it's a meditation retreat, well, I might. Uh, it includes in the view uh, uh, there of the huge impact of the fossil fuel world, 15% of the issues of methane gas and production is in the agricultural uh, world, in the farming world. We have the, all the travel that takes place uh, there, land, sea and air, which also has its uh, constant uh, impact. In our very homes there, we are significant contributors uh, to this. And when we speak of refrigeration, when we speak of the heating devices that we use in many, many countries, when we speak of the uh, air conditioning, it's all having a really significant impact. And what so easily can happen, as the Western propaganda system does again and again and again, is keep blaming the other, saying they are responsible and not us taking a full, clear responsibility. And I've noticed with this more re recently, though good people in the United Nations, mentioned to you yesterday briefly, are encouraging us that we have to change the diet, it is critical. We have to stop eating these animals, cows, birds, uh, uh, fish, pigs, uh, sheep, and much, much uh, more, because all the gases which are produced. And now there's some attention going on, I, I see it in my research there, to start blaming and, put, and putting more and more fault on the rice farmers. It's a typical strategy which, which, goes, uh, which goes on to deflect it away from the, the deforestation, 
the huge cattle farms, the cattle industry and, and shifting the responsibility on these poor rice farmers. Those of us who have spent years, I spent 10 years in the East, living in the villages close to the rice paddies, the monastery which I lived in, what China literally means the monastery at the edge of the rice paddy. Yeah. And certainly the rice paddies certainly have some responsibility. There is some flooding in the rice paddies. It's well known, we've witnessed it enough time. But the resolution of this actually is extraordinarily easy. There's, all that is required is one plastic tube and with the plastic tube there are holes in it and so the plants when they rot give off the methane uh, gas this contributes to 10% of the methane gas in the agricultural industry not in the whole in that industry in that world and the, all the farmer has to do is to have one of these tubes and it's a wet and dry policy to let the rice paddies which feed two out of three people in this world it's a huge world the, the rice paddy as a staple diet so that the water dries in a week or ten days and then he, he or she can continue their farming and we need the, 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 these, this precious uh, resource and so if you read anything about what is taking place in climate change and climate emergency, I ask you, please, don't repeat either Christopher or what somebody else says to you, but actually check out what is the source of the information. Because if we don't check out the source of the information, it could be that vested interests, powerful, rich, corporate interests of trying to find ways to stop us really addressing the question and is it any wonder people feel disheartened feel dismay feel it is a hopeless task it isn't a hopeless task but it's going to need change and even as we sit here as a small example I've only got a minute left hang in we sit here what we hear every day in here air conditioning there are 1.6 billion air conditioning units not only with these air conditioning uh, units of course it's all fossil fuels it's all coming out of a huge industry there's also the problem of their disposal apart from their emissions why? because we feel uncomfortable if it's not on. A, fr a friend of mine came to, to my home and in the winter, you know, it's a, you know, it's Britain, it's chilly, it's cold and he saw me walking around in the house in the winter with low temperature and just an extra pullover, understand pullover, an extra jumper on top and he said to me from another European country I've never had a pullover on in the winter in my home, in my life. I just have a t-shirt on. And I said, shame on you. That's nothing to boast about.
So rather than us pinpointing blame elsewhere, as it's so easy to do, we need to explore this, we need to discuss this, we need to find ways to change human behaviour. That is the task. It cannot continue in this way which is so offensive to intelligence, so uncaring in the way we treat people, animals and the environment. It's a tragic situation and our children know this. Our children are not silly, they're not foolish. They are having their conversations. It's the children on, on, the, on the Fridays, uh, the Fridays for the future, who are leaving their school classrooms. They are going to demonstrations. They are writing their protests. Six-year-olds, eight-year-olds, ten-year-olds, we, we, we see them in Europe. And we have to ask ourselves in this serious time for our species and for others, other species, what are we doing? We've lost 62% of all creatures on this earth since 1970. And, and sometimes what we see that the extraordinary women and men on, on this earth who are really working hard to change this situation. And Extinction Rebellion, those of you here who have heard of it, is doing extraordinary work. In, this, in the space of since the first demonstration, 100,000 people plus in Britain have signed up and joined it for these campaigns. And they've got plenty more in stock and they are going, they are shake, will shake this system. And, we, and that mindfulness, as the Buddha said repeatedly, in the context of the application of mindfulness, it is said, outwardly and inwardly. It is not intended to be an insular, inward-looking practice. It's inner and outer. Outer, be mindful of what's going on there. Be mindful of what is going on within us. Be mindful of the relationship between the two. And if we get this right, then there is some room for wisdom and action. And if we don't, within a generation or two, we have no idea what the state of this earth will be. It's us, the living ones, the ones who still have capacity to feel, to think, to reflect, to know and particularly to act. It's a huge global undertaking and there's no alternative. We, the behaviour of our politicians, the behaviour of the corporate world, the behaviour of the, of the military and of the industries is actively working against us. And it's the grassroots people like you and myself and others. We, we're the ones with the voice of concern. We're the ones who have the right to change and speak up. All right, enough. What is the relationship of that outer 
all of that to here it's pretty easy one doesn't need uh, need any great intelligence for this <coughs> this morning with the instructions uh, there that in the instructions using this bare text uh, of the Buddha there is these four um, encouragements guidelines recommendations however we might call it and when we look at this body in the old way of looking we can consider it in terms of the elements and in that simple but helpful <coughs> perception the body is made up of some elements so the label is I am a human being that is a description we then from the label the identity and in fact the identity is just a word actually not necessarily very helpful especially when we say oh I am homo sapiens now who on earth ever dreamt that idea up homo sapiens you know homo is person sapiens is wisdom in one of my books I expressed a doubt about homo sapiens and said it might be closer to the truth if we refer to ourselves as homo shopians <laughs> anyway so there is this body we as small creatures of this earth are extraordinarily sensitive there's the sensitivity uh, of the body in a whole variety of places possibly probably one of the most sensitive spots in the body are these two eyes looking out here but there are uh, other places which are sensitive and that sensitivity means that the body can be impacted obviously from the environment obviously and if the environment didn't have any impact uh, upon us we wouldn't age the, 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 the hair which is white and thinning a long long time ago in the distant past it was like this young man over here and uh, you're a bit closer and this man over here etc it was dark uh, for, and for several years there was nothing on top at all because I was a shaven headed Buddhist monk wearing orange curtains so sometimes we look at, the, look at the past and we see the influence of the environment has an impact on the way we look on the ageing process so we're not self-existent we are truly environmental creatures enviro-mental the environment cannot be in any way separated from here the environment has its influence and we see that day in and day out so in the impact it has one of the ways it shows itself is on the body 
It has to. If it didn't, we wouldn't age. We'd all stay in perfect, whatever perfect might be. So when we look at this, we say, here is the composite, and I want you to meditate on these things and reflect on, 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 on these things as a contribu contribution to a new kind of human being. And in the touch of this, for the elements, we say, okay, here is the... I'm slapping my knees here, I hope you can hear. The earth element. Earth element. Material element. Biology. Organic life. Cells. Expressions of nature. You're getting the point. This stuff, called the body, made up of the elements subatomic particles you might say organic life is clearly and obviously the same stuff out there it has to be how could a human being constituted and formed out of this world of nature and extraordinary evolution be any different from what's out there we are of the same stuff and if we are of the same stuff, the relationship to what's out there impacts on the stuff here, called I am a human being, and what is here impacts on the stuff out there. And it's the deep question of the human being, what is my relationship to the stuff here and the stuff there? And if one's not asking that question, question you're wasting your life if one is not deeply exploring what interconnectedness is all about what the conditions which arise are all about my goodness me what has happened to us and I do not see the answers in the educational system I do not see the answers on Facebook. I do not see the uh, answers in religion or in philosophical speculations. I think it's in the core of our human experience to look at this dynamic and relationship, to be deeply mindful of it. Because it can't go on like it is. It's unacceptable to our intelligence. And if we feel in all of that alone and isolated, then we take steps for the connections with others. While we are here, and in our meditations, in fact, of uh, being here, in the meditations on the body, the guidelines were for the meditations on, on the body one experiences or knows the experiences of breathing in long and breathing out long and that connection with the life the physical uh, life the breathing in long and the breathing out long and getting connected with that has an immense number of values if you and I sincerely practice it and one of the important values is the connection with it 
probably known, you probably are uh, aware, possibly with yourself, maybe with others, maybe with our precious children, that enormous harm upon human beings owing to body image. Not body actuality, but body image. And with the persecution of the advertising industry, we have got tragically caught up in a body image. And it's so strong that our children and our grandchildren are suffering and rejecting themselves and thinking of self-harm because of the body image they have. It's not just with adult women and men. And an image is not the event. An image obviously is a picture of who I am or what I am. And that disconnect leaves us with the body image and we obsess when we have an image in front of us around other women and men and we obsess about it within ourselves I don't like this about myself I don't like that about myself I'm ugly, I'm old, I'm short, I'm fat, I'm tall, I'm thin image, 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 image and the teachings are about dissolving image because it's the false it's the manufactured it's the story that you've been told so you would buy products to make you feel better. And we say this teaching is to break through image and actually to experience the fact, the life of the body, the vibrations of the body, the sensations of the body, to be what it is to be in this extraordinary earth physically. And that's nothing to do with image. It's the fact. We are on this earth. We can experience the body. We don't need an image about it. And we can respond to its needs with respect and with love and with care, with our diet, with our posture, with our movements, with our stillnesses there. And really feel at home and clear with it because we've seen the construction of the image and the damage it does to human life suicidal it is for far too many people what has happened to us that we can react so strongly when people hate themselves hate what they look like blame themselves find fault with ourselves what's gone on with us surely we're decent, caring and we can touch that place inside of us and say, wow, there's something which needs to be freed up and to bring something precious and beautiful out of the being and therefore I say, let's cut through the image let's just be with the bare act of breathing in long breathing out long experiencing the body, the vibrations the sensations Sometimes painful, of course, sometimes it's going to be painful there. And then, as in, <coughs> pardon me, as the instruction also reminds us as well with the breathing process, at times to intentionally 
experience the calming of the body the intentionally and purposefully experiencing the calming of the body and and when there is greater calmness being found uh, with the body of course that will help to stand out those aches, those pains those locations in the body where there is some contractions and, and holding going on and so we have the four postures to experience this stuff this extraordinariness called the body we have the sitting and the walking and the standing we have the yoga class uh, uh, in the morning if you need the energy to move more easily just go on the lawn and dance I call it Dharma dancing it helps my orthodox Buddhist friends to feel more comfortable <laughs> so just dance or you, or you just take the, 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 the walk you let the energy flow you, you feel the life of the being and therefore that is a contribution towards the mindfulness of the long breath mindfulness of the short breath mindfulness of breathing <coughs> out with the view to experiencing the body uh, the way that it is being clearly in touch with it sometimes quite naturally we feel more calming in the body to come about and sometimes as I mentioned a little bit more intentionality uh, 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 for that the other postures also uh, are precious and uh, important and like most things uh, in life it requires from us some practice you know it's the, the, the buzz word in these kind of uh, 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 circles but sometimes when I'm in here just to on the other subject for a moment the uh, uh, air, uh, air conditioning I'm, I'm, if I may if I dare to say here I'm out of a, the old school fairly, a little bit more hardcore condition so time to time coming here to Eindhoven listening to the what I call the bourgeois middle class comforts called the air conditioning the thought has arose the activist thought in me to do one small thing for the retreat get a small screwdriver <laughs> and take the plug off and and then feel the natural life it's a little bit, it will be a little bit warmer and all that it is frankly is a mild change in the sensation you won't die you won't have a heart attack will grumble who does he think he is to de deprive us of our bourgeois comforts etc however as I mentioned so far it's only the thought so if you see me in here in, with a screwdriver in the middle of the night the thought's gone to action with no apologies alright <laughs> Maybe I should ask the staff where the screwdriver. Anyway, no, 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 no. Right. So sometimes we look to our own life. We see what kind of uh, 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 
steps there. We are getting, I hope, some reminders uh, in the time uh, that, that, that we are here. And when we make some shifts in the posture, to the standing posture, which I think is just a, a precious and beautiful posture, it does take some time to get used to it, like every, anything else. That getting used to it might mean that after a few minutes in the standing uh, posture, it could be that your ankles feel a bit sore, your knees ache a little bit, a little bit of pain in the lower back, and when there's a little bit of discomfort in human beings, um, the most popular uh, mantra on the retreat then starts to arise, what am I doing here? Far more popular than Hare Krishna Hare Ram mantra, <laughs> far more popular than Om Mani Padme Hum, the five-worded mantra, what am I doing here, starts to set in once it starts to get uncomfortable. And the standing uh, meditation of the three is probably, of the four, is probably the least popular. Therefore we have it. And with the standing uh, meditation, the two feet uh, on the ground, as a fact, and as a reminder of our deep connection with the earth. Pretty simple to remind ourselves of our deep connection with the earth, to feel this experience. And when the eyes are closed, just as right now, as you sit here, and if you or I close our eyes, can you honestly tell the difference? But in the moment, you're just putting your, your, back, your attention, your mindfulness to your bum, right here and now. Can you honestly tell the difference between where your bum ends and where the meditation cushion starts. We can't. What better confirmation of the interconnectedness of the human being with the earth? When it stands on the earth, you feel under the feet. Can we say, oh, this is just the feet and this is just the earth and there is some kind of gap between the two and just the standing or the sitting on the back uh, side is a reminder of the interconnectedness if that gets well established with us it will be a contribution to changing one's life one can't even believe any longer in self-existence and the myth of it the propaganda of it which has separated us from each other, where we have forgotten that we are made of the same stuff, where we have forgotten that the Palestinian community is made of the same stuff as we are, and the, and the, uh, the those who want that dreaded Brexit situation is made are made of the same stuff as those who wish to remain, and we're here to feel the connections, to feel the deeper. Uh, uh, element and then not as an end but then to listen what might come out of the connection born of first hand experience what might touch me what might it show me which my introverted self obsessing existence cannot show me 
then we're on a real adventure. Whoa! Then things can happen. In a little bit on the climate emergencies, you can tell I'm hot on the heat of it. Uh, that with the meetings and something rather lovely happened. Uh, I have to say, the dear founding fathers and mothers just over a year ago said we have to do something more than what Friends of the Earth is doing or the UN is doing or Greenpeace is doing and, and the other activist uh, 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 group this is what I mean by connection so some of you may know they occupied some of the bridges in London that was a, one of the early major actions and various friends including some Dharma teachers were, were on the on the bridges and they lay down on the bridges horizontal and they stop the traffic uh, this indirectly is an encouragement for you to go and close down Tel Aviv and they lay there on the, on the, on the bridges there. and then the police came and the camera crews and the news media uh, 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 came and the only vehicles allowed across the bridges were the ambulances uh, so they're all lying there on hundreds of them on these, on these bridges and the rule is amongst the activists to be it's very Buddhist style to be very polite and very kind not get angry and talk sweetly to the police officers it's, it, 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 you know, it, it, it's the first commandment of the, act, of the new kind of activist and in the communication to the police officers, they said, please, please arrest us. We want 500 people, please, to arrest us today. Because the more arrests, the more publicity to, to work on the climate emergency. And the police said, we want to arrest you. Have no doubt about it. You're obstructing the traffic. You're breaking the law. We want to arrest you. But we can't. Because the, the government have made so many cuts in the police force. We haven't got enough police officers. And we haven't got the vehicles to put you in to take you away. So they ended up rest, arresting only 89. Which is very disappointing. There. And in the jails, including friends told me who, were in the, who got arrested, when they released them out of the out of the cell, there, the police officers said that our children have told us to look after you, you who were arrested, because you, the ones who are arrested, are looking after us and our future. So the kids told the fathers, look after these activists because they're looking after us and our future. And some of the vehicles had to go 80 kilometres to find some empty cells to put them in. And this changing from aggression and violence and anger is touching people. It's a different kind of protest. It's a different kind of concern there. And so they even managed to bring a huge boat right into, I don't know how they did it, the activists, a huge boat in the middle of the city, this huge wooden thing, 
and it had music and dancing and the city was closing down and that, now there's a huge plan, a huge protest I can't tell you about because it's better on, <laughs> on October, but I can tell you the date October the 7th remember to read Haaretz on October the 8th fine newspaper by the way you, you've got there it's a pity only 8% uh, read it, but anyway so, we look at the inner life of the mindfulness. We see the commonality. We start looking at connection. Connection of the backside with the cushion. The connection of the feet with the ground. The connection with each other. We begin to look at a life in that relationship uh, form. We, want, we do want to check out the tensions and the stresses that we may experience in the body and to see if we could just breathe through. When in the sitting practice, or any other posture, you may need to change the posture after a period of time there. If you can, if you wouldn't mind, as a practice, to see if you can return back to the original posture. So what I mean by that, say it's the standing meditation, which will be a bit later, you might just bend there. If you want, you sit down for a minute or, or two. Uh, you bend the back, you lift the knee, leg up, or whatever it might be, with the view to returning back to where you were. If you practice this quietly and stead, uh, steadily, the body will appreciate. It will feel glad to be in the posture. The relationship will feel... I am a human being and I'm standing on this earth and in a certain spiritual existential way I'm standing for life I'm standing up for what matters I'm standing to, to be true to something deep so it's standing with that precious symbolic sim, uh, symbol as well keep it alive in yourself we have a lot to do while we live. Let's not sleepwalk through this existence. Let's not get to the point, and I've heard this voice many times, when a person has got to the age of 50, got to the age of 60 or more, and said, come on a retreat, perhaps for the first time in his or her life. And they've said, my whole life has been about materialism, my whole life has been about getting more. My whole life has been about making money. And the person has said to me, Christopher, I've wasted my life. And I said, you're right. You have. Not easy. I've listened to the tears. I've watched the tears of so-called successful people. But then in that breakthrough of insight in that realisation I've wasted my life and then the, the obvious question comes next from today you can stop wasting your life you've had an insight you've had a realisation it's precious, look at the tears from you and sometimes out of that emergence out of that sudden waking up that man, that woman has started to reflect 
started to make some real important changes in which the world of consumerism and this most destructive ideology that's ever been on this earth starts to fade away in the importance and there's a quest, a search going on which is bigger than that and that's the terrific potential of men and women on the earth to look carefully, look deeply look at this the stuff of life, the interconnectedness and take those bold and rather uh, brave steps there to find and stay true to something and these retreats and these explorations as I mentioned to you already they are intended as a small contribution to this an important one Please practice well and diligently in these days here. Please practice for the welfare of others, the welfare of the animals, the welfare of the environment. Please practice carefully and mindfully for the benefit of the children in the world, of the little ones and the ones who are coming into the world. Please bring the very best and the most beautiful and the most deep out of your human being. Let's have a quiet minute together, shall we please? live mindfully of the inner and the outer situation may all beings explore the power of change may all beings live with love and liberation <laughs> 